what is up guys welcome to the talk it over podcast today's july 1st happy july second episode glenn miller head coach at the university of st joseph this one i really enjoyed sitting in with him um we did this one in person so i hope you guys enjoy this one too Welcome to the Talk It Over podcast. I'm your host, Khalees. This is episode two. Today is June 22nd. I'm here with... Glenn Miller, head men's basketball coach at the University of St. Joseph. Woo! And I also got uh, Jelly Frigo, co-host with me today. What's up? So, uh, Coach Miller, can you just introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little about you? Yeah, well, Glenn Miller, I'm the head basketball coach here at the University of St. Joseph. I've been here four years, came in with Coach Calhoun in, I think it was 2019, to start a men's basketball program here. So uh, three, four years later, I'm to go coach retired, and now I'm uh, running the team. Head so. coach, head coach. So I want to get into you playing basketball because I was doing um, a little research on you, and I actually didn't know that you played basketball. So can you tell us about where you started off and where you ended it? Well, I, start, I grew up in Groton, Connecticut, so I, I started playing uh, baseball, basketball, and uh, football when I was young. And as, as the years went on and I developed, uh, when I got to my junior year in high school, I decided to just concentrate on basketball. And it, it took me to UConn on scholarship, played a couple of years there, and then ended up transferring to Northeastern University where I played for Coach Calhoun for a few years. Um, how was the like recruiting process back then? Like, is it the same as it how it is now? I don't think we got as much exposure as uh, athletes do today. Uh, AAU wasn't a thing back yeah. then, you know, and a lot of um, a lot of guys and, and women played uh, multiple sports, and they were seasonal. So once your basketball season was over, you played baseball, and if you're going to play basketball, you just played in the local park leagues and you know you didn't get to travel around different areas of the country and and play uh travel basketball which is a great thing now so i think the difference is multiple sports versus single sports nowadays where you just train you know 12 months out of the year for your sport yeah um did you like did you have any other offers uh back then yeah i had you know quite a few but uh i was fortunate uh but it came down to that my two final schools were UConn and Villanova. And, uh, oh, Villanova. wow. That is That's, crazy. Wow. Villanova, decision, wow. Sure. Yeah, yeah, my mom wanted me to go to the Catholic school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you transferred to Northeastern and played two seasons for Calhoun, right? Am yes. I correct? Um, what was your first impression of Calhoun and how I was playing for him? Well, he, you know, he was uh, a tough coach, very demanding, um, but he cared for his players. Uh, you know, off the court, you know, on the court too. But he, you know, he, I just felt like uh, I wanted to be coached and pushed and I, I definitely needed discipline in my life yeah. uh, back that. then and probably in my game too. So it was a perfect fit for me. Yeah. I just want to know like what it was like to like go into a program that was at the bottom and then like your last year, 27 and oh, like I can't even imagine. That's 27 and oh is, wow. That was funny, but I think for some coaches, you know, it, it it's it's more rewarding and it's uh you get more accolades for going into a situation that is doesn't appear to be a good one and then building a program up and and uh having success so uh but it was rewarding um and 
I think the most joy, it, it's fun, obviously, as a coach to win, but when you see the enjoyment that your players have and the camaraderie yeah. and the chemistry, and then they go on after their careers. And, and, you know, that was a long time ago at Connecticut College. And those players, you know, I every once in a while I'm on a, a text thread with them. They're getting together, doing things, and uh, they have strong relationships. That's and, awesome. And, and mo you know, most of them, if not all of them, are, are very successful. And some of the ones that aren't as successful, they're still, you know, they just help each other. And yeah. those are bonds that are, are formed and last forever. Yeah. yeah. You're in the Connecticut College um, Hall of Fame for coaching. That is awesome. What was your first reaction when they told you that they were going to put you in the Hall of Fame? Well, it was it was an honor, uh, obviously, uh, and, it, and it felt good. But really, um, you know, a lot of uh, my success in, in the, um, the career I've had over the years, the thanks has to go to the players who, you know, were the right players mm -hmm. who, who had talent, who committed, who worked hard, uh, I don't know of too many coaches that are, are going to get into any Hall of Fame mm -hmm. if they don't have players like that. Yeah. You know? So a lot of thanks and appreciation goes out to all my the players guys. throughout the years. So your current job, head coach at USJ. Yeah, go Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> so back in October um, 2nd, 2017, you were announced the associate full-time associate director of men's USJ basketball in Calhoun. I think a week before you were hired, um, he was he was announced the head coach. So how did you guys reconnect again for the third time? Well, yeah, we, we you know, obviously we have a friendship and we've uh, had a long uh, relationship. And you know, coach was this was a kind of a neat little job for coach to take. Um, obviously, he had retired from UConn, mm -hmm. and, but his passion for basketball—you just can't get rid of that. Yeah. He loves to be busy and he just wanted to, you know, reconnect and be around uh, students and athletes and, and and just coach again. This is a perfect fit for him because he didn't have uh, all the pressure, all the travel that, mm. that you have at the division one level. And, yeah. But he could get his fill just by being in the gym and, and uh, trying to build something. He loves building uh, and loves building basketball programs. And this is a level where. Uh, he hadn't coached that before. So I really, he knew, you know, obviously we know each other well and have a friendship, but he knew I had a, a, a real good experience at Connecticut College and non-scholarship school, Division Three, as well yeah. as two Ivy League schools mm -hmm. that, you know, it's financial aid need-based. And he had just coached, you know, Hall of Fame coach, but just scholarship level. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, he wanted a, a partner to to have some fun and, and uh, uh, try to build something here, which, you know, you're definitely yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Really so it, it was, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that goes into my next question. You kind of already built the team or kind of helped the team like Connecticut College um, from the bottom to where they were. How did it feel to literally like start a team from scratch, you know, recruiting players and doing this and that and then starting the first men's program at USJ? Yeah, it was fun. The, you know, the first year uh, we weren't co-ed yet, so we were hired, and we had a we had basically had a, a academic you know academic year to go out and recruit players into the program for the following year when we were going to start yeah. playing yeah. games. So we had some time, um, and most of it that year was you know I wasn't in the office that much. I was just traveling all over Connecticut and Massachusetts and other areas to try to get some commitments. Uh, Found some so good guys, to, yeah, to play with the next year awesome and you guys started the team from scratch and you guys have been very successful um last season you guys were 26 and 2 and calhoun stepped down mid-season 
Were you a little nervous uh, stepping onto the head yeah, coach? No, no, actually, you know, a coach decided before we, we played our first game to, you know, he was going to retire. And for our players, I don't think it was a major adjustment because even, even the first few years that coach coached, he was, he's, he's has dealt with some health issues. Mm -hmm. So, so there was, you coach you know, a lot. Plenty yeah. of games where, you know, he didn't come out to coach the second half and I, you know, our players, were used to it. You mm -hmm. know, like they were used to that change. So I think when he uh, coach finally decided to uh, step step away completely, it, you know, it wasn't much of an adjustment at all for our players. And, you know, the other thing is, is he, he's in the office every day and he's around, he watch practices and players will go up and visit with him. So they knew, you know, our players knew that we were in this together. We had a shared responsibility and uh, commitment uh, to build something here and invest in our players. And, you know, that was a process that, uh, you know, went on for, for years before, you know, a few years before I took over. Yeah. You guys are on your way. Got to keep on working. You, you tour in the gym all the time. And, you know, for me, uh, especially in the off season, now we're in the summertime when I come into the office and I always take a peek in the gym before when I come in and then when I leave, when I see players in the gym, it, it you know that makes a coach happy, especially in that in the off season. So yeah, I noticed you know when I when I first got here, um, uh, when Coach and I first got here, I'd look in the gym and you know our we were trying to recruit players that wanted to be in the gym all the time, but mm -hmm. I'd look in there, I wouldn't see too many women's players in, and that that has changed. There's more yeah. of you guys that are in there working on your games, and that's how that's when you recruit players like that. That's how you you generate. Uh, success and, yeah. and uh, you guys are on your way. What are your goals for this upcoming season for you guys? Well, we have lofty goals. I'm not, and we're, 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 we're far away. We've accomplished a lot in a short period of time, yeah. but you know, we want to, I want, we want to win a national championship and uh, there's still, there's still some uh, work that has to be done to get to that level. Uh, we've won, I think 35 straight conference games and you know, even that though, this year's this year and next year's next year. Right. And um, you, you can't just uh, rest on what you've done in the past. You've got to, that's why you, if you're not getting better, other teams are getting better. better There's an yeah. opportunity for everybody to improve in the off season. And if, you, if you're not doing that, you're not going to, you're not going to meet your goals, but you know, so it's, if we can continually get back to the NCAA tournament, then we'll have a shot to, to win a national championship. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. You guys have some good players um, coming back. You got DJ coming back. You got Jared. He's looking healthy, too. How do you feel about having your full team back? Well, we lose a, a very good player in Jordan Powell, who is a first-team yeah. all-conference player and um, a front-court player. But, yeah, we uh, all goes well. We'll have just about everybody back next year, a lot of experience. We have a few newcomers coming in that have some some talent too. But, you know, last year we were ranked as high as number five in the country, and we played the whole season without Delshawn Jackson, who was, you know, uh, uh, league MVP. Oh, uh, gosh. You know, yeah. on any given night he can, he can drop 35, 40 <laughs> points, you know, so – uh, we missed him, but we, you know, everybody else stepped up and we found a way to win without him. So, you know, if he can come back and he looks great right now, yeah. he's, he's finally, seems like his, his health is back and yeah. he's just got to, uh, get in the gym and a little more and get his, get his shot, his rhythm back and everything, yeah. but health wise, he looks good. Yeah. My freshman year watching DJ play was so crazy. I wish you would have saw it was. I wish so too. I he was just like, like on any size, any 
like drop 30 on anyone. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? 40, 45 or in a, in a championship game against Albertus. He dropped 45. It was, it was the away it was game, right? It, might, it was, Four, eight. Yeah. was it the away game or the, no, here, here. I remember. Yeah. yeah. No, it was Dang. like, you thought we like beef with Albertus. Like they like Albertus they is beat. like, yeah. That was a close game too. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Those are the most exciting games. Yeah, they are. It's crazy. 48. That number is unreal. 48. He scored his 1,000 point his second year here, right? He did. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's second a, year. He, you know, there, there's players. He's still trying to reach like. There's players 10. that, you know, are, are good offensive players, but they score through your system, through mm-hmm. your offense. You're running the offense, create shots for yeah. them. Uh, Delshawn's DJ's a, a player who can create his own shot <laughs> and make tough shots too. Yeah. He can make contested shots. Yeah. You guys only had two losses, so you guys were doing something right. Do you have a preferred pre-game ritual that you do before every game? No, not really. <laughs> no, we just uh, we try. You know, that's we try to just work hard and practice every day, and try to make everything we do in practice competitive with winners and losers. So, you know, really condition our guys to compete on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that's just something we do. So when a game comes, we're, we're I feel as though we're ready to compete because of uh, what we do in practice, how we run practice. Yeah. So we, they, they don't need a rah-rah speech to get up. It's just, it's just conditioned just, that you go out there and we compete for everything. Yeah. Um, a lot of coaches have like a main coach they, you know, follow their goals and look after. And who's your like idol coach that you look up to? You know, I've always, I don't know if I have an idol coach. I mean, Coach Calhoun has been a great mentor for me. Mm. And uh, I really believe in uh, his philosophy and uh, a lot of the things that he does. Uh, but I've always tried, I watch a lot of film. Mm. I go home most every night and uh, just watch, not as a not as a fan, but as just kind of looking to see if I can learn anything, mm. styles of play, and if I can, you know, which when I'm in our season, it's hard to get around and see other people, other people's practices. But I, mm-hmm. I like to see how other people do things and pick up a little nugget or a, here and there or a different way to teach or uh, a nuance or, or whatever. But I, I try to look at uh, not so much the high major Division One coaches, but sometimes the low, the mid-major guys who don't get a lot of uh, notoriety Mm -hmm. uh and and uh there's some really good coaches out there at all levels so you can not only learn from them the the most famous coaches but other kind of underrated guys coaches Uh, too yeah um, years ago i would watch pete carrill from princeton who you two probably don't know but he was a great ivy league coach uh great coach in general had a lot of respect across the country uh there's one you know there's there's others like him and then i i uh you know, with this program, we have synergy. We can oh, get yeah, on synergy. the computer. I get every uh, college game at every level, uh, men and women, and I get uh, international games too. I like oh, to watch wow. a lot of the professional teams internationally, mm-hmm. um, and they've kind of changed our game with the three-point shot, and oh, yeah. spread offenses, and everything mm-hmm. over the years. So, Luca, yeah, Luca. I, I really look, uh, you know, uh, to different places. Uh, no specific place, yeah. And, and improve myself. Yeah, film is very powerful. Um, very powerful. Love and I watching. just learned that literally recently. I saw you watching film season, the other like day. Every yeah. day, and I'm always asked why you're watching the same game, and I'm like, you can always learn something from the same game a hundred times if you just keep looking. It's exactly. all about the little details. 
Right. You know what coaches say to the players all the time, film doesn't lie. <laughs> does it? Does it? It's true. I can remember being a player at Northeastern for Coach Calhoun, and we had a team film session, and I thought I played so hard, you know, and then I yeah. sat in that film session, I just shrunk in my chair. And I looked yeah. so it's so different, I yeah. Like I was going through the motions. <laughs> <laughs> so um I have a question. So how do you connect to your players here at USJ or also in general, your whole experience? Like do you do anything? I just think, you know, being around uh right. being around so they see you every day, whether mm -hmm. it's in season or out of season. Uh being interested in more than just when you coach them on the floor. Just the casual conversation, yeah. the interactions, I think, builds a relationship with them. It builds a trust. Um, you know, it's not rocket science. It's just relationships. Mm -hmm. How do you build a relationship with anybody? It's just communication, interest in them, yeah. not just in yourself. Yeah, of course. You know, just the basics. I like that. What made you want to coach college and not, you know, high school or middle school? You know, you can't, as your main source of income, you can't make a living being a high school high coach school coach teacher yeah or have another full-time job and i don't know it just um you know having played college basketball i think you know i had a desire to coach at that level would you prefer are you like happy coaching uh guys or would you ever want to coach girls basketball i i would never say never i've just been you know a men's coach for forever uh, just because that's what i've been but uh you know, the, the women's game is is a great game. And to be honest with you, it's really improved dramatically. The, yeah. the talent level. It's the only going up. Yeah. Over the last, you know, what, 10 or 15 years, it's just getting better and better. Yeah. Would you, one day maybe uh, you and Coach Wendy could switch for one practice. We'll see how, how it goes. Coach Wendy was a heck of a player at UConn. Yeah. Oh, ball. yeah, she was. Her, her three-point shot. She tells you something about shooting. Listen. Yeah, I know. Do you have a role model in life? Anybody? Could be a family, a friend. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a big family man. I, I, uh, I just love my family and uh, just people in general. I don't know if I have a role model. I, I just appreciate people who are uh, hard workers, they're humble, they're selfless. Uh, um, you know, so I, I kind of gravitate towards those type of people to, to, to model myself after, and you know, try to try to be a little bit like that. Right. Uh, I appreciate people who don't need to be out in front, but they're, they're still leaders and, and they're strong people, uh, but they, they, they have uh, uh, kind hearts and, right. you know, they, they can coach and not be demeaning. Mm -hmm. uh, that balance. Yeah, they have that balance. Understood. Last and final question. What do you gain from coaching? What do I gain? Well, um, I've been so blessed to be able to do something, make a living that I, that I have a, such a passion for. And it doesn't seem, you know, maybe after a few losses, it, it, it felt like a job, but I'd say 90% of the time, it, it, you know, it's, I'm just doing something I love to do. It doesn't, doesn't feel like it's a job. And um, it, it's just great being every day is a little different, but you're around people. Uh, you have flexibility, um, you know, so it's, it's just been really enjoyable. I can't, I couldn't, have uh, have been more fortunate than to be able to have a career coaching basketball at the college level. Thank you so much, Coach Glenn. We appreciate it. Uh, any last anything last words you have to say? Wow, it's, it, it's been a pleasure being with you too. This is awesome, and I uh, wish you all the best with your 
podcast. I think you're on to a great thing. And Thank the you. smile on both of your faces. You tell <laughs> you we're teasing. And, you know, our sports <laughs> management, uh, uh, get that degree. Thank and, you. Uh, you you're, you're well on your way. Thank you so much. Thank I appreciate it. Thank you.